Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Box Office Receipts. I'm your host, Talek Alhan, and continuing on from the last episode, which was a special emergency podcast due to Warner Media's decision on premiering movies on HBO Max, we are now back going over all the news that happened before it. And this includes Thanksgiving numbers and other updates. So let's start with that. So let's just get this out of the way. I was wrong about the crudes too. I thought people would take some extra precautions for Thanksgiving. And well, it looks like right now the majority of America did not. Uh, And this included going out to the theaters. But hey, this is all good news for Universal. So let's take a look at the top five. Opening in first place is The Crudes, A New Age with 9.7 million. That is for the normal weekend since it opened the day before Thanksgiving. It made 14.2 million in its five day opening weekend. However, for anyone that did go to the theaters over the holiday weekend, it seems all they went to do is to go see that. Because uh, taking a look at second place is Freaky with only $770,000 for a total now of $7 million. In third place is The War of Grandpa with 644000 for a total now of $17.2 million. In fourth place is Let Him Go with 453000 for a total of $8.7 million. Lastly, in fifth place is Come Play with 387000 for a total of $8.7 million. Besides the better-than-expected results for the Croods too, the rest of the box office is as dead as it has been for months now. I also wanted to point out that the movie opened in 2,211 theaters, so a bit more than the past few movies that have opened. While this shows a few theaters did open up to show it, it's not a huge difference, because with Regal closed, we ain't getting past 3,000 theaters open anytime soon. Taking a look at South Korea, which has had a small increase in cases of coronavirus. This has resulted in Seoul, for example, to move from a level 1 to a 2 in a 4-level scale of lockdown. While theaters can continue to operate, there has been a reduced capacity. Overall, this has affected the box office over there, with the weekend box office coming in at 2.24 million overall. That is with all movies playing combined, and that is down from the previous weekend of 3.7 million. Also, Variety is reporting that a few Korean movies that were expected to release in theaters over the holidays have now opted to premiere on streaming and will be going to Netflix instead. So between that and people taking the virus more seriously over there, expect the South Korean box office to be quiet for a while. In China, the bigger release was The Crudes, A New Age, and it did decently, opening to 20 million. For the box office in the UK, it looks like we will not be seeing much of a return in December. While they're starting to now move out of lockdown and back to their three-tier warning system, it's not clear if theaters would even reopen, even though in some cities they're free to do so now under some restrictions. Variety is expecting Cineworld to not reopen for the rest of the year, which makes sense because they want a consistent stream of new releases, and they do not want a one-and-done situation like Tenet. It is unclear, though. The two other big theater chains in the UK, Vu and Ordon, plan to reopen, as so far they have said nothing. I can see why they're hesitant right now, because it would be Wonder Woman, Monster Hunter, and... That's it? If they do decide to remain closed, though, that is going to hurt Warner Brothers box office-wise for the superhero movie. Taking a look at new movies being announced, or in production, in China, the very popular movie The Wandering Earth is officially getting a sequel. The director of the first one, Frank Goh, announced that it was already in pre-production, and is set for a release date of Chinese New Year in 2023. I'm surprised that they announced the movie with two years to go until its release. From what I've seen of the Chinese film industry, unless the movie's almost ready to come out, it's not really talked about. 
Unlike Hollywood, where there are articles about who signed on, rumors about what the studios are planning to do, and so on. I did notice that the director mentioned trying to use new production and filming technology for the movie, so who knows what they're going to try and do. Still, this is already now on the books as potentially one of the biggest movies of 2023, and honestly, if the Chinese box office continues to grow, it could hit a billion. Next is Universal, who looks to continue their relaunch of their classic horror films. This one, while not really a classic, has not been seen in over 15 years, and that is Van Helsing. That's right, Universal's working on a horror thriller reboot of the character, and Deadline is exclusively reporting that the director of Overlord, Julius Avery, has signed on to direct, and James Wan will be producing. No release date yet, obviously, and right now no rumors on who would play the character, but I think it's more than clear now that the studio is fully intent on having their monster horror lineup help define the next decade. If the 2010s were defined by Fast and Furious, Jurassic World, and Minions for them, the 2020s will at least in part be defined by these horror movies. Because you now have Wolfman, Invisible Man that just came out, you have Van Helsing, you have the one from starring Channing Tatum, there is becoming a consistent lineup now. The next movie we gotta talk about is not a new one, but it looks to be a major casting change. Damien Chantel's next film, Babylon, uh, co-lead Emma Stone has dropped out of the movie and what the rap is saying due to scheduling conflict. With her leaving a project, it's being reported that Margot Robbie is in talks for the role. If this happens, this would be a bit of a reunion as Brad Pitt is also reported to be in the movie and they have both just worked on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I was disappointed when I first heard about the news because I thought Stone was really great in La La Land and I wanted to see her and uh, Chanzel work again. But Robbie is a good replacement and I'm still looking forward to the movie which is supposed to come out next December, but since filming has been delayed due to the pandemic, that will likely get pushed to 2022. So for VOD Premium, we gotta go back to the UK to talk about Wonder Woman. We just talked about how theaters might not even reopen this month with the lockdown ending, and now Variety is exclusively reporting that Warner Brothers is working with Sky, the cable TV provider over there, to potentially put the movie on PVOD way earlier than normal, possibly as soon as one month after its December 16th release date. It seems for now Warner Brothers is staying firm on that date, and any theater in the UK that wants to open up and show it is more than welcome to, but they will not be delaying it if the big chains decide not to open up. So, Variety does mention that this deal is still being worked on, but if it doesn't happen, it would be almost the same as Universal's deal with AMC and Cinemark, which is interesting. They had to do this in this case because the UK special on that HBO Max is not there and probably won't be there for years, thanks to the HBO deal with Sky. Sky for years now has been a home of HBO content in the UK, so it would be a hard sale to customers there to sign up to a HBO streaming service with basically no HBO content. And I think that contract runs until 2024 or 25, but yeah, we'll see if this actually happens. And that'll be it for this week's episode of Box Office Seats. Depending on how big Disney's investor day will be, we should be back to a regular schedule or not. Things are getting crazy. Anyway, question for the week is, do you think Universal's plan for this monster movie lineup is smart? Let me know on Facebook. Link to the pages in the show notes. As always, thank you for listening. See you next time.